Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. 92.9 The Game. Hope you had a great President's Day weekend. I'll be honest, Mike. Um, it's a holiday that uh, I'll take. Right. But it's one of those ones where you kind of just look around and you're like, what do I do? You know, you're like, uh, people uh, obviously took four-day four day weekends uh, if you had the opportunity to be off yesterday. But I'll say this, man. Um, the weather here was nice. What was the weather like in Vegas? Oh, it was perfect. It was like 68, 70, just absolutely perfect weather, nice and that's the same thing, man. If they're going to keep give us these days off, by God, we'll take it. And it's my wife's birthday weekend, so it always kind of works out well. And, yeah, I told you on last week it was funny. I said, I'm going to bet that over on the NBA All-Star game. Carl, the easiest bet, the easiest money I've ever won. Knock wood on that. Keep Hopefully keep that trend continuing. And we'll get into it in Guide Talk. Some of the other odds are out there. Some interesting odds on the Braves, the division. You know, a lot of folks still look at the Braves as one of the, if not the best team in baseball. We were talking about Justin Fields. I told you guys he unfollowed the Bears on Insta. You know and, what that means. Yeah, well, it's a breakup. Uh, and the Bears, look, they have the first overall pick. I love your response to one of our listeners who basically was saying that um, Justin Fields couldn't beat out Jake Fromm when he was at Georgia. That is the most dumbest thing I've ever heard. Yeah, I, I told his basis rationale is he's a mediocre quarterback. He couldn't beat out Fromm. I said, dude, there's no bearing on where he is now in the NFL. I mean, if you look at Josh, look first, look at Josh uh, Allen's development over the first two and a half, three years. Third year, he took the big leap. If you go back by hat rationale, Joe Burrow should have been written off when he left Ohio State because he couldn't beat out JT Barrett. Yeah. Right? Yes. It's asinine. I love your response. And by the way, get your head around this because um, this is going to be the norm. Guys are going to be moving, okay? Not maybe once, maybe twice. When you talk about quarterbacks, and if you're going to say, well, he wasn't any good because, well, he left that school and this school, I got to tell you guys, I'm not, a, I'm not necessarily a fan of us uh, drafting Bo Nix. Bo Nix was damn good at Oregon, okay? He was really good. I'm not necessarily a fan of us drafting him because I think that we can possibly find a better quarterback and a better fit. But at the end of the day, like, I can't deny what, what he did at Oregon because, well, he left Auburn because he wasn't any good. That's the silliest thing. You live in a new era now where everybody's on the move. And kids are going to follow the money, Mike. And NIL is real and the portal is real. So let's just get away from that. Fields went to Ohio State, guys, and had two amazing years. Now, according to this guy, the same dude. And by the way, this is all part of my anger management. I don't get mad anymore. I just, if a guy's an idiot, I just, you know, hit him back. And oh, I'll he's an him. idiot. I'll just block him. I don't care. What do I care? You follow me, you don't follow me. I don't give a crap. It's, it's make believe. It's social media. It's just ruining our country. It is make believe. I'm, I'm always this close to quitting it. But the guy goes, well, it's all part of the story about the, when I use the Burrow response. He sure. says, and the plot of that story is he can't read defenses and has a slow release. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, he had a real slow release against Ohio. I mean, again, the Clemson game, and that's one that you and I both said, that's it. And they're basically, and, and Skalski from Northgate High School, down where I lived, really broke him in half. And the guy is, by the way, yeah, I don't know what happened here in, in Georgia. I don't believe at the time the offensive coordinator knew how to use him. And, you know, either way, Fromm was great. And there's times where guys evolve and they get better. But I will say that Justin Fields has a skill set. But he does need to be more accurate with his passing. The completion ratio has got to come up. If Zach Robinson can do that, and then you look at the options, Carl, not giving up everything to get to. Because here's the thing. 
if we don't make a deal for Fields, we're not going to get that quarterback you guys want in the draft. They're all going to be gone. And if you bring J.J. McCarthy in here, that guy's telling me, J.J. McCarthy's now the can't-miss guy. A guy that a quarterback who coached him named Jim Harbaugh wouldn't trust him to throw it more than 15 times a game? Come on. I don't see it with McCarthy. Be a monkey's uncle if I'm wrong on this one, but that's the last guy I want in Falcons uniform. Get over it. You're going to give up more, Falcon fans, in trading up to get one of the top three picks than you are to trade for Justin Fields. Understand that. You're going to give up more draft capital in trading up to try to get one of these top three picks, whether it's whether it's the Bears, big haul, Commanders, big haul, or the Patriots. And all three need quarterbacks, or at least right. want them. At least the Bears, if they want to stay the course, they can. But you've got Justin Hayes saying, I'm going to take all this stuff down. It's just interesting to me yeah. that this is going on right now before we're about to get to free agency. Well, and then other guys are going, well, why don't the Bears stick with – Look, they see an, look, they see a higher upside with Caleb Williams, and that's why they're going to do this if they do, in fact, move on. And there's nothing wrong with it. Caleb Williams may be the next well, big boy. I don't no, know, but that's how, that's how the Bears are evaluated. But, Mike, it's financial. I don't even know if it's a higher upside. It's financial. You are going to have this young man under contract for the next four to five years and determine whether he is going to be your franchise quarterback, and it's cheaper than keeping Justin right now at his point in his career. But if we can't fix this guy – and we bring him in here, then we're in the same boat a year from now. Whereas then, we, then we've got to go find a quarterback again in the draft. That's, that's the risk with the Justin Fields. If you cannot take him to another level, then we're going to be right back where we started looking for a quarterback. Or overpaying for a guy who's unfortunately inconsistent. That's, that's my only concern about this. I'm, brother, if, if there's a needle, I'm leaning towards the field side. But he's got to be better throwing the football. Where are we right now with the quarterback position? Zero. Nowhere. Yeah, but that still doesn't mean my, I don't want to get a guy for a year who can't prove he's worthy of the job. I want to find a guy who's going to be here for a decade. Well, I do too, but the only way you're going to do that is to go get him. That's the only way you can find out. You, you, we can't fantasize about it and play Madden and go, well, he's pretty good on no, Madden. No, but there's, but there's then do you take all the resources and draft equity and trade up and go get a guy where you identify Jaden Fields or May or whoever, whoever the guy is you feel is that guy? Or it's you, a lot. Or do you make the home run swing, which would basically just get everything out, including some talent on your roster, to go get the number one pick in Caleb Williams if you think he's the guy? One of our listeners says, and he's exactly right, uh, United Falcons uh, is his Twitter he says uh, Fields has never had an O-line. He hasn't. This is true. Um, and he says, I, guys, coming here, he'll have the best offensive line that he's played behind if that is to happen. But uh, he points out the fact that, you know, go look at his sack numbers. Go look at the fact that he's been running for his life, which also plays into that percentage of completions that Mike is talking about. I don't disagree with any of that. Listen, we're not going to get, and I was talking with Turo about this on Friday, Mike, we're not going to get the perfect package. It's not happening. Okay, even if you draft one of these guys, there is still doubt. The only thing that's that that is different is they're cheaper. That's the only difference. If you draft Drayton Daniels, he's cheaper, but you're not getting the perfect package. We don't know that there's still risk involved. So it's a matter of assessing that risk for the Falcons organization. The decisions makers, uh, decision makers up there, Michael, make the decision on what they want to do. But as a fan, I'm like, let's do this. The only other thing for Fields is, and we've talked to him, some of this is a byproduct of the lack of pass, uh, a, good, a good offensive line. Pass rush gets to him, and he fumbles it. He's got 36 fumbles in his three years in Chicago. Yeah. Uh, I, mean, that, that, I mean, 38, actually, I underscored. 38 fumbles. 
that's a bit of a concern. So, I mean, but if you believe that we've got the right guy from the right coaching tree in Zach Robinson, we don't know that. We believe we've got the right guy. We're going to find out. that this Is this the guy? Do they like J.J. McCarthy? Do they like uh, Kirk Cousins? Are they willing to spend all that money on a guy coming off an Achilles? Do you, uh, the other one, we keep now we're kind of getting away from it. And if you've listened to the show for the last month or two, we kind of go like we did in 2021 with the draft picks, right? We give you all the different storylines and we kind of pivot to them. What about Russell Wilson? What about Russell Wilson? Because Russell Wilson is better than Justin Fields. No, he is. But I got friends in Denver. And everybody there says, you can have him. Mm. There's a reason for that. Okay? As much as I didn't like the way that that, that <laughs> Sean Payton treated him, Mike, because I didn't feel like right. that was necessary, and he kind of went above and beyond to show, hey, I'm the man in power, and I'm the head coach. He, he kind of tried to embarrass him. I don't, I don't appreciate that. He didn't need to do all that. But there's something to be said when everybody in town says, you guys can have him. Because, Mike, whatever we've been missing out on, and I didn't want to believe it two years ago when we started talking about Russell Wilson and the deficiencies of being a team leader and connecting with his team and doing all of those things. It hadn't happened there, and that is why it is not working. I don't know if I want to take that on with the money involved. He's going to cost you more, too. Now, it's funny. Russell Wilson's a guy that I've gone round and round with, you know, folks from Seattle. You and I, I always thought Pete Carroll was the bad guy. I get it. There's, There's definitely some personality issues with Russell. He had a complete nincompoop as his coach his first year in Denver. Now, he's still a guy who should be able to produce at the position. But Nathaniel Hackett, as we all knew, was way in over his head. And he did. He had a really good year, though. Sean Payton comes in, and it's a freaking, I mean, the numbers are certainly solid, but Sean Payton, let's be honest, we're all familiar with his work here in the division. They, there was a personality conflict from the jump. I don't care if people like him or don't. I just know if Russell Wilson was our quarterback the last two years, we're in the playoffs the last two years. Randy Lewis says, uh, Dukes, Justin can win more than one way. That's the thing that people are missing out on. This is true. I do agree with that. Let's not discount the rushing yards and how he is able to use his feet there. More on this coming up. Turtle, we got to get to uh, an NFL. Blitz! Welcome to the NFL. With news and notes from around the league, this is NFL Blitz on Dukes and Bell. Three o'clock hours brought to you by Status Truck and Trailer Repair, driven by excellence, building successful partnerships. It's Dukes and Bell as we're talking about what's going on around the NFL. Listen to what Mike Tannenbaum said. Mike, you just brought up uh, Jaden Daniels. He says this is why we should trade up for him. It's going to be the Atlanta Falcons, and here's why. They're not going to get Justin Fields in the last scenario, and they're at number eight. And I think if you're the New England Patriots and you're Gerard Mayo, you want to give Mac Jones one year. You have a ton of needs. So if you could go from three to eight for a first-round pick next year, Atlanta gets that much-needed quarterback. I think he's a perfect fit with those other young, skilled players. And now, if you're the Patriots, you slide back, you get one of the countless other things you need. Yeah, man. Now, there's a guy that I love. Uh, now, the, the draft, of course, is 50-50, Carl, as we've seen. You talked to the Jets about that in the last decade. But Jaden Daniels, I think, would also – two things. He's uh, He's got a cannon. He's electrified, would electrify the fan base. And and But, again – What's, what's the learning curve? How, is he going to come out of the box like, uh, by, like Stroud did down in Houston, or is he going to take a minute? Good question. Um, I'm not sure. If we are out on Justin Fields, okay, right. let's just say the team came out and said, we're not doing that. They're not going to. But if they did, and you told me who's the guy you want, this is the guy. Um, he's 23, Mike. He's a little bit older than a lot of the guys that you're going to get in the draft. You know, Bo Nix might be the exception to that. But but the fact is, you're talking about a guy who's mature, who can handle it, 
and brings the skill set. And assuming, I'm just like, I, whenever I, I mention Jaden Daniels, I'm just assuming the Bears are all in for Caleb Williams and will not field unless somebody comes with something just bizarro world, like three number ones and everything else. I'm just assuming he's gone. I love Jaden Daniels. I saw the guy a couple times in person. I think that would be a perfect fit for us. And, oh, by the way, as he does develop, we got a great running attack. Yep. We got Bijan Robinson. We got Tyler Algier and a really a, a, a good offensive line. You're not great, but a good offensive line. That's Mike Tannenbaum on ESPN. They were throwing out some scenarios, and he was talking about why the Falcons should go from eight to three. Would you be okay with that? You're fine with yeah. that move? I like Daniels. I think Daniels, I mean, I do too. Th- but here's the thing there's a risk, as we said, there's risks with rookies in the draft. There's risks going with the veterans we mentioned. Obviously, Russell Wilson, you could argue, has probably got the lowest downside other than the personality issue. Cousins is coming off an Achilles. And Fields, we just talked about the things that have to get fixed with him. So, I I like Jaden Daniels, but there's a risk involved if you don't get it right. No, there's no doubt about it. NFL Blitz is brought to you by our friends at Priority Men's Medical Centers. Check them out at PriorityMen'sMedical.com. As we're talking about what all these scenarios could play out, go vote at Dukes and Bell 929 and let us know what you think. Uh, I say bring him home. Hmm. You don't have to agree with that. I just think this is where we're at. I need to see all the scenarios on the table and then... Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can and overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. What fits us best? And Mike brought this up to start the show. What gets you excited? Seriously. Like, let's not sit here and deny that we can go get anybody to play quarterback. No, we can't. Our city's different. Our city expects to be entertained, Mike, and excited about our stars. We've said it. I don't care as much as many of you do because I just want to win. I've been sick of talking about losing for the last seven years. But the fact is, I just want to win. But most of you will say, yeah, that sounds exciting. I'll go check it out. Right. Look, we know what we want here. I mean, whether Matt Ryan is the greatest franchise quarterback, and he is, I mean, people still want more action. (laughs) Matt will never get the the just respect that he deserves in this town. People want action. They want to see dual threat. They want their own Lamar Jackson. They want their own, you know, again, what you're seeing with Patrick Mahomes is is his very unique skill set that only he has. And I just like Jaden Daniels because he can pick him up and put him down. Some would say he's a little slight, though, Crowd. I mean, if you you beef him up. 210. You beef him up. And by the way, people don't realize Caleb Williams is only 6'1". Not like he's coming out here, you know, so he's going to take some shots in the NFL as well. Well, if you think durability is an issue, okay, that's why Bryce Young, we question him. Right. Wasn't it skill set? It was the durability. You're going to take hits in the NFL. Do you stand up? Justin Fields, guys, 6'5", 230. Might be 240, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Runs like a deer. I'm not worried about his durability, Mike, because I've seen him take shots already and get back up. And play. This is a great question for a guy like this when you talk about these guys' height and weight. 
and can they hold up? Yeah, and the other thing is, and this is why, if he was as good, if, if he came out of the box as good as some people expect him to be, we wouldn't have the ability to go get him. There is a risk involved in all of the options we laid out. But if you can just fix the completion percentage, get, get, get him to cut down on some of those turnovers, then you've got, a great, you've got a great option for the numbers we just talked about. You will have to eventually get, get him paid. If he comes in here and balls and throws for 35 touchdowns and runs for, runs for 1,000 yards, then he's going to be making a quarter of a billion dollars or higher. Yeah, you got to pay him. No doubt. If he earns it, you got to pay him. We'll see if that happens. I think I just saw our future quarterback. Oh, come on. Get on board. 404-726-0929. We're coming back. More NFL conversation. We've got some other things we need to get to. And uh, part of it is, outside of this, what's the next biggest thing? We'll tell you next on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. We're going to talk about what else is important as we move through the offseason. It's Dukes and Bell Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Uh, poll questions up at Dukes and Bell 92.9 in regards to uh, Justin Fields and how you're feeling about it. Uh, it's pretty simple, and uh, you can go vote at Dukes and Bell 92.9. Follow us, man, if you already do not. Uh, poll is Justin Fields' best quarterback option. Uh, is Justin Fields' the best quarterback option? Yes or no? And you can go there. Um, we don't know where the Falcons are going to go. Anybody telling you they know right now, they're lying to you, okay? Nobody knows. You and I were uh, – I watched some of the video because we, we spoke to Terry Fontenot, and we know you can't talk about players on other teams' rosters, then you get fined, you lose picks. You know, it's bad. So, But I know that Steve Weiss also tried to get that information out of him on the NFL – they do a podcast and did a, a – I think it's on NFL.com. And, you know, asking about, you know, you passed on fields, you know, back in 2021. You and I would love to know, and maybe next time we get them on – we can find out, was that driven by Arthur Smith? I think a lot of that was also because we thought maybe Matt was going to be around for a little bit longer. But either way, some people read something in that, Carl, that think, oh, I don't know about that. See, I, I think Fontenot, I, I think all every op, I don't think there's an option that we discussed that's not on the table no. for this team. No, Put it I'm, that way. I'm with you. I, and it should be, Mike. Listen, we don't have to close any doors right now. I'll tell you this. If the Falcons came out for whatever reason, and they won't, and tell us we're not interested in any potential trade ideas, Right, meaning we're closing the door on a Justin right. Fields because you'd have to trade for him. Or for that matter, Russell Wilson, any of these guys you may want to do. Kirk Cousins is different, okay? He's, he's going to be a free agent. Those guys, if they came out and said that, Mike, you're closing the door to a potential deal that could make you better. And there's no reason to do that. You don't have to do that right now. So right. I just feel like everything should be on the table. Draft, free agency, potential trades. Are we, do we want to risk moving up? And going after one of these top three picks. Now, Turtle mentioned this to me, and he said, you know, what about the teams that we're talking about? We're assuming, guys, that these teams will want to do deals. If the package is good enough, they'll give it to you, okay? But, again, you're giving up a lot to do that, Mike, and we know this. What do I, I don't even remember. It's been so long ago. How many first-rounders did we give it to get Julio Jones? Was it two? It was no. We traded up. It was, I'll go back and tell you, it was we moved up from, what, 20? Was it 22? Correct, at the time. Yeah, I'll tell you right now. And I, I want to say it was I want to say it was two first-rounders. Because I know we didn't have a second round of the following year. That's the year we we, could, we had problems with the offensive line. And then the following year, we really started getting jammed up. We talked about that with Thomas Metro the other day. Because if you're going to trade into the top three, that's what you're talking about. All right? That's why I said it's it's more – it's cost prohibitive to do the Justin Fields deal. It's not going to cost you as much in, in draft right. capital as it would to move up into the top three. We sent our first, second, and fourth rounders to the Cleveland along with their first and fourth round picks in 2012. 
So there you go. It was there a lot. It, it was a lot. lot. It was a lot of well, uh, turtle as Chris is producing engineering. But yeah, what they call the units, right? X amount of units. If you're the first overall pick, it's value. What's the value? Is it three thousand units? <laughs> You'll be seeing this a yeah, lot in the next few months. Like that, yeah. But yeah, so we sent our first, second, and fourth to Cleveland, uh, along with first and fourth in 2012, and that's why. When you don't hit, and we obviously came so close, but would also put us behind the eight ball with offensive linemen. That was the my issue in the trenches. Because you gave up a bunch of picks. Correct. Um, by the way, we've got uh, Chris Tucker tickets for you. Stay tuned. Tickets uh, on sale at the Fox. You can go check that out. Stay tuned. We've got a couple for you. And by the way, that was from 27. I said 22. 27 to get to six. That's how far you had to go. That's a long way. And that's why you had to give up all those first two first-rounders. and a, So a first, a second, a fourth, and then a first and a fourth. Yeah. Now moving and now to this year, be even more. Well, moving from eight to even three is going to cost you, but eight to one. And by the way, I have no – there's nothing around any conversation that the Bears are giving up their first overall pick. Zero. Like, there's the – Last year was different, okay, because they knew they could get a hall mic, and they did with Carolina. This year we're talking about, oh, the Bears giving up. I've heard nothing about the Bears potentially giving up that first pick. Right. I think they want it. I think they know they're not going to be here in the next maybe five to six or eight years. And, Mike, it's rare because of what happened with Carolina this year that you get that pick. You trade it, and then you turn around and you have it the next year. It's just it's unheard of. So right. I think the Bears want to utilize that. But I got to tell you, if somebody's willing to give up like three first, I, they may do it. Hey, by the way, my anger management technique's really kicking in now. A guy just said, man, come on. Fields is a slightly better version than Ritter. Oh, stop. Now, will you guys, will you please stop with the Ritter thing. I just don't understand this compulsion with Ritter. Do you realize that this wow. guy, that Fields, Justin, he rushed for over 1,000 yards a year ago. He's a dude, man. Okay. He's got 14 rushing touchdowns to go with his 40 touchdowns in the air. And Ritter basically led the league in red zone turnovers. And and you know a third rounder doesn't get the time to develop. That's just, if you don't understand, guys, you have to move on past the Ritter thing. Maybe he'll be a serviceable backup, and heaven forbid there's injuries and he ever gets back on the field and dazzles. We can all toast to your clairvoyance that Ritter was just misunderstood in his first horrible year that he got a chance to start. It was benched twice. Yeah. Stop it. That's Ritter, not, come on. It's not. There's, there's, there's no comparison there. It's not even close. All right, Mike, let's talk about one other thing. Um, as we talk about the Falcons, yeah, man, no man's on the way. We're going to talk with Connor Riley coming up at 4 o'clock, uh, and we'll get into the college football a playoff situation, five plus seven, all right? That is what we're talking about now with the conferences being the way they are. Mm. The next big thing, all right, we've we got to figure out the quarterback thing, and we will. Mike, I think we need a corner. Bad. Bad. Well, are you, so are you giving up on A.J. Terrell? I'm not giving up on him. I think we need to add to it. I think we need one of these top corners. A lot of people are talking about Teron Arnold in, out of Alabama, I don't even know if he's the top corner on the board. We still got time to figure mm-hmm. that out. Next week, the combine, we'll learn more about these guys. But I think we need a corner, Mike, because I think we've taken for granted how much we've given up, especially in the red zone. I talked about this. You know, the yards are great, right. but then we gave up touchdowns in the red zone. We're one of the worst teams in the league when you talk about that. I just feel like that is a need. If you ask right. me what is a need, knowing Anyamata's coming back and Grady's coming back, and yes, I do want an edge rusher, but we need another young, talented corner, Mike. If we could pull off an edge rusher through free agency, maybe, guys, names are starting to drop now. Hopefully there'll be somebody that maybe, you know, we can get be in the price range for. Or do you go and you start to look at corners in free agency? Because, yeah, A.J. Terrell, Akuda, they picked up. Hopefully they could maybe, you know, he could get you know, a change of scenery, would give him a spark. He was always injured up in Detroit. He's not it. 
Clark Phillips, I really like. Problem is, the last thing you saw Clark Phillips was him getting totally disadvantaged by his height against the Saints and basically getting picked on all day that last game of the season. So, but we also do like his game, but that was that was just a, t- a long day in the office for Clark. Well, Phillips. he hadn't given up a touchdown all year, and then gave up two in that game, and so right. you were like, "Oh, this guy's no good." Clark is really good. I, I I'll say this: I think our new coordinator Jimmy Lake likes the way that he plays. Mike, he's an aggressive player. Mm-hmm. We saw him at camp get after Drake London, right. and those two battle. I'm not going to get caught up in that last game, which, by the way, went to hell in the second half of the defense for everybody. Okay. Right. I mean, you, we forget what the score was, and I'm not even talking about the extra touchdown by Jamison Company. I just feel like he's a guy. Maybe Mike, he's out of position. Maybe he's a slot guy. You know, he's a nickel guy. So any, either way, I just feel like that is a big thing that we're not talking about. I'm saying Falcon Nation. Right. I think we need another corner, man. Well, the dude, if we, if you wanted to go draft, if you really like Dallas Turner out of Alabama or Jared Verse or I, I, who's the I always forget the name from UCLA, Chris, the uh, defensive lineman as well. Yeah, a lot too. Uh, that's another guy you see us linked to a lot of mock drafts. Uh, Legarius Sneed, we mentioned on Thursday from the Chiefs, could be out there on the float. Now, that, so then you're so you'd have Bates and Sneed, and you hope on, the other now. guys come up. Now we're talking. Now that's interesting. Now but, we're talking. But are you so you are you? But you are done with AJ Terrell? I'm not. I, I he's going to get paid too, but I can't give him. There's no way in hell AJ Terrell. No, no. I know he's you know. Local kid, not going to reset the market a corner on A.J. Terrell. No, You're going to no. a fair deal, but what's fair in his agent's mind? Well, I, yeah, but it's not, to your point, I, I, I don't think he is going to reset the market. But I do yeah. think if you want to add to him, and that's kind of how I'm looking at this. Right. Now, listen, the Falcons may say, we don't think he's any good. I don't think they're saying that. I think they're watching the tape, and I think they are understanding that he had really good, successful games last year, and A.J. Terrell can play. My issue with A.J. is, and I told you this last week, Mike, Picks. Corners don't get picks. Is that, is that ball hawk enough? We, Playmaker. We, that, that is my issue with A.J., but that that's not just him. We didn't get an interception from any of our corners last year. That's a problem. No, Jesse Bates was the one-man gang back there. You're right about that. And you guys, for those who don't know, this is the option year going into 2024 for Terrell. Yeah. So, um, I just – that's something, as we talk about and what they, else. they picked it up, 12.3 mil. Correct. And, and by the way, that's cheap <laughs> for what right. corners are getting. And to Mike's point about what he may – ask for right. when it comes to a new long-term but, extension. But we're going to see how Fontenot plays this because in previous regimes, Thomas Dimitrov would probably going into this year, he'd get that loot. In camp, there'd be a contract extension for A.J. Trump. That was my big, what was it, Trufant? You and I were already, not yes. you, I think we're on the same page on this yep. one. I was not up for giving Trufant that contract extension back in the day. All right. Uh, this is from Howie. Hi, Howie. Howie says, put him up. See, Dukes uh, talking about I'm gonna, it's going to be hard to stomach trading a first-round pick if you're talking about trading a first-rounder for Justin. I don't think that's what they're going to get yeah. from anybody, guys. Okay, Unless there's another – the only way we'd have to give up a first – I mean, hypothetically, is if there's another team. And then, then the Bears have some leverage because now you got a, a bidding war. He says, I don't hate trading for him if it's a second-rounder, which is what I believe. And I think you may have to throw a third in there, not now, but maybe a future – but it's not going to be a first. Either way, he says, I see us maybe trading back into the first round to grab Penix. What do you guys think? I like Penix's accuracy. I like Penix's accuracy, but, you know, he he's not mobile. And I think we all agree with what we've seen. Everyone who's advancing to the Super Bowl or getting close in the conference championship has got to some degree of mobility. You know, even Goff can pick him up and put him down, right? But Penix is... Yeah, I, and the and the injury concern is it's the same thing. That's why the I, I the, the closer we get to this next season, I'm starting to get a little iffy on the Cousins thing. Plus, the cost is just crazy. It is crazy, you know. And then, but Panics, you know, unless you feel you're a, is your right side is, can can Caleb McGarry protect Panics, you know, from getting whooped on? No, 
Not right now. We're no. better going forward than backwards. Yeah. You, you, well, you just – I want somebody with escapability. Right. I've said this, and, and that mobility thing is, is – it matters to me. Mm. Uh, but it's a great question, Howie. It, it is interesting because for whatever reason, he's not – he's not even a top 15 pick right now. I'm talking about Penix. Yeah, and by the way, there's a couple of guys we were debating we're going into after they beat Texas, and I said there's no way that Penix is going to slip out of the top, out of the first round. The, the the medicals are going to be huge at the combine, but then all you guys see this all the time. It just takes one team falling in love with the dude yeah. and moving up, and we've seen that happen a lot. Usually, it's the Jets. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> the, the, usually they're picking you know in the top five anyway. Well, but you get the idea. And, and the thing about Kirk Cousins too, Mike. I mean, we're talking about Penix and his his inability to be mobile. Listen, coming off of an Achilles. You got to trust that thing. Right. I mean, and, and, you know, for everything that's we've talked about Aaron Rodgers and all whatever he's taking, you still are going to have to be able to maneuver the pocket. And Kirk Cousins has never been that guy. And now you're going to ask him to do that in certain situations. Yeah. I just, well, I don't want to risk that. I'm with everybody else. I, I would want to be prisoner of the moment, but he was throwing some incredibly accurate dive. He was making unbelievable Darts. passes against uh, USC, against, I mean, all season long, against Oregon, against Texas in the semifinal. And then Michigan got after him. And all of a sudden, the comfort level, right? There's no comfort zone. All things are getting forced, coming out sideways. Bad day. Hey, this hour is brought to you by Status Truck and Trailer Repair, driven by excellence, building successful partnerships. We're coming back. Turtles got Yeah Man, No Man next. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Really suff is his Twitter handle. He says, fellas, go get Justin Fields and then use the eighth pick to bolster the D-line, the O-line, or the wide receiver room. This is easy. Mm. All right. Listen, and, and that eighth overall pick, by the way, uh, you're not going to give that up unless you're moving to go get the first or the second or third pick because uh, you're swapping picks. But, Mike, right. I, I don't know what is the priority right now before we get to turtle with yeah, man, no man. But I agree with him. Like, that's where – that's why making the trade makes more sense to me because you still have the ability to draft who you want in the first round. Now, the Falcons cap space, uh, now, again, this is all very fluid, and don't start looking at stuff now because it can change. They can restructure guys. Guys can cut. We just talked about Cordero Patterson's outright release. But uh, we're in the middle of the pack as far as cap space, in okay. case you're wondering. Put it that way, about $25 million change. It beats better than where we were. And that still allows you some options if we wanted to go play corner, or defensive end, be a free agency, and then uh, do whatever you want to do at eight. All right. We have 
guys, there are a lot of pieces in place. I mean, with our team already, right. there really. That's are. why Vegas. That's why a lot. I mean, that's why I was surprised it was fifty to one in Vegas. More about that coming up next hour in Guy Talk. All right, coming up right now is Yeah Man No Man. I hope you enjoyed some Hey Man Ale. Appreciate the pictures over the weekend from all the folks who sent those to Dukes and Bell nine two nine to me at put them up. See Dukes and Mike Bell ATL. Thank you guys for. Uh, taking part in the brew and enjoying the brew and sharing your experience with us as we love to see that. Let's get to Yeah Man, No Man. What's going on, Chris? Hope you had a good weekend. Oh, I certainly did. Well, I didn't really have – I was kind of here a lot, but that's good because that means I'm not screwing it up when I get to take the mic. So Right on. Um, all right, so we were talking about cornerbacks for the Falcons, and I was doing a little homework during the commercial break, and there's a guy out there mm-hmm. who was pretty damn good in his prime – He's a little past his prime right now, but he started all 17 games last year, had a couple of picks, and wouldn't break the bank necessarily, especially if you brought him in for just one year. Could I interest you in your CB2 being Stephon Gilmore? Oh, okay. I'm not, I mean, I I will want long term solutions, but I also like a little bit of financial flexibility, Carl, down the road. That's intriguing. I, you could do a lot worse, certainly. Yeah. Um, I have no issues with Steph, uh, Stephon Gilmore. I think he can still play um, at the level in which he once was. No, but he can be a contributor to you and certainly brings a plethora of experience. I have no issues with that whatsoever. I just feel like we got to go get one off the tree, as Mike likes to say, in the mm-hmm. draft to continue to grow our young corners and our secondary. And I think you've got a great leader back there in Jesse Bates. Whoever we bring in, to be quite honest with you guys, going to fit in because Jesse's under control. He's got this thing on wraps, uh, on, on lock, should I say. So I think whoever they bring in is going to fall in line, Mike, but I'd like to see us get more athletic, more playmaking right. at that position. I think Stephon Gilmore is a guy that can come in and help you. Right. I don't know if he's a difference maker right no, now. No, it's great to have a ball hawk in safety, but, you know, A.J. Terrell was picked where he was to go get the ball. And, and Akuda's here because he couldn't do it in Detroit, couldn't stay healthy. So we got guys that aren't getting picked. So you're right. Yeah, I think it would be an interesting – I think he would definitely fit, like Carl said. It would just be interesting to see how much of his, you know, 2018, 2019 form when he was maybe the best corner in football, can he still regain – what's the cliche? I'm not as good as I once was, but I'm <laughs> as good once yeah. as I ever was. All right, a team that is not good ever, should I say, is the Oakland A's. And we all kind of thought this Vegas thing was on lockdown. Mm-hmm. ESPN's Jeff Passan says not so fast. There are doubts everywhere about the A's because here's the one thing that they have proven themselves adept at, being completely incompetent. (laughs) You know, I was talking with somebody yesterday uh, doing a story on expansion, and, you know, the the A's came up because the A's need to be in place in Las Vegas in order for MLB to expand two more teams, which is looking like it's going to be 2030 or so. But, uh, you know, this person who's been dealing with the A's uh, is like, do they do they know what they're doing? Like, is is this a joke? <laughs> yeah, it's funny. I, I just got back from there, and I was talking to my. I'll give a shout out to my buddy Luis, who bartends at the sportsbook at Cosmo. He's a big season ticket holder for the Raiders. And he would talk. I was asking, what's the deal? Because the mayor of Las Vegas. Now the stadium is not in Las Vegas proper, but Mayor Goodman, the wife of the former Mayor Goodman, the guy who was Ace Rothstein's lawyer in casinos, that guy, same guy, um, <laughs> is saying. Oh, this is crazy. She wants it north of Las Vegas. not happening. The spot, as Carl and I said, is right across the street from MGM where Tropicana sits. But because the owner, for the guys who don't know, John Fisher is the owner. He is the idiot son of the founders of The Gap. 
and he literally is a moron. And he, him and Mark Davis can maybe get together, put their heads together, Carl, make an ass out of themselves because they are blowing this deal. And they've already asked for too much. They've alienated local government, the state. So, yeah, they may have to go literally play in Sacramento a year, a year from now because Oakland's going to say, you know what, we're not watching our ballpark anyway. We own it. And since you screwed us over, go play in Sacramento. Or Stockton. Yeah, That's even worse. Yeah, here's the thing. It's basically become not how do we screw this up, how badly can we screw this up. That's where this thing has gotten to. It went from being done deal to now they are so far in the weeds about screwing up right. these negotiations that, Mike, as Mike just said, they might not even be allowed back home because home doesn't want you, new home doesn't want you, so now you're going to go play next to the Kings. Yeah, that sounds uh, Oof. really right. appealing. All right, another baseball story here. A guy that never says anything came out this weekend and said something. Mike Trout addressed the idea of potentially being traded. I think the biggest thing right now is I think the easy way out is just ask for a trade. There might be a time, maybe. Uh, I've, I really haven't thought about this, but you know, when I signed that contract, I, I'm loyal. You know, I want to win the championship here. The overall picture of winning a championship or getting to the playoffs here is bigger satisfaction bailing out and just taking the easy way out. So I think that's that's been my mindset. Maybe down the road if something's changed, but that's been my mindset ever since the trade speculations, you know, came up. I respect it. Mike, it's not happening there. No. I respect it. It's not happening. So what he's telling you is that down the road when he realizes, and I don't know how long it's going to take mm-hmm. him, maybe he already knows, he will be asking for a trade uh, because that's what the great players do. And to his point, he says it's an easy way out. Mike, I just feel like if you've given an organization – see, this is a two-way street. If you've given an organization everything that you can – Trout has been great. Right. And they haven't given everything to you as a star of that team to help you with pitching and putting people around you and creating a lineup and an atmosphere that's, that is winning. Then you have to make a decision. There's nothing wrong with saying you guys haven't done your part. I've done my part. You guys haven't done your part. So I see him ultimately leaving because it's not they're not winning a chip. Yeah. Not spending the kind well, of money the Dodgers are spending and other teams around the uh, Major League Baseball. Well, well, they had Otani and they had some other nice pieces. And, like, an Artie Moreno gets a bad rap because he's supposed to be a bad owner. He has spent there. Yeah, and Albert Pujols' con- contract was crazy. Let me give you some numbers real quick on Trout. Uh, games played, 82. Okay. 119, 36, 53, 134 the last five. So not exactly Mr. Durability for a guy that was the face. or They don't market baseball the way they should. Anymore, but a guy that for a while that was considered the face of MLB. It's why I love guys who want to play every day and are out there. I mean, it, it, everybody says it's easy. It's not. 162 is a grind. And most guys do not play the entire season, by the way. If you play 150 games, okay, 145, you've done something. So, Well, Mike, this guy was a lot to get to 3,000 hits about six years ago. Correct. Now it would be like if he gets to 2,000. Well, it's a great point. Um, but he's still one of the highest paid turtle, I think, in the, in the, uh, in the league, right? I'm not sure about oh, yeah. the contract. He, he got like a $400-something million dollar contract. Because all these deals, they, they top each other. You know, I mean, every time it's somebody like gets a new deal. It's yes. next up. So either way, but Trout, that's an interesting thought. I, I just don't think it's ever going to happen there with, with the Angels. All right, can I interest you in the pileup, which was the featured menu item at this year's Daytona 500? <laughs> a warm, soft pretzel stacked with crispy chicken tenders, Ooh. fries, gooey cheese sauce, <laughs> chili, and bacon, retailing for the low, low price of $24. All stacked on each other there from the pretzel up? I'll, I'll give you a perfect description of okay. what it looks like. 
It looks like a Panera Bread bread bowl, <laughs> but it's a pretzel split okay. open with all of that stuff piled inside of it. I just don't know how you eat that during a sporting event. I just, I mean, you know, it's just too much. And then by the time you get halfway through it, it's room temperature. You know, remember years ago, what was it? What was the giant contraption or the concoction we tried to get Jarvis to finish? It was like one of the last years of the old Turner Field, the Burgerizza, and like the bun was like a like a like a day old dry pizza. Remember that thing? And Jarvis, and now granted, Jarvis uh, Chris didn't help himself by eating a couple hot dogs before we tried to make him eat this thing. What was it? Five minutes? He had five minutes to eat the Burgerizza. Was that what it was? Yeah, I think so. Couldn't do it. Couldn't even come close because he got he got trapped on the bun. Yeah, I had a C note on it too. Either way, uh, it's out there somewhere. I think we filmed it. It's probably. Yeah, but out I just there I don't get. I, I mean, I, everyone, every ballpark, every sports team does this to generate because some fat slob gets in there and eats it. But I, I don't get it, man. It's, there's no enjoyment in that. Well, though. the other thing is too. That sounds like a, a knife and fork situation, doesn't Correct. it? Oh yeah. I mean, that's not like you're just gonna pick it up unless you just say screw it and you go in with uh, your fingers well, then and to, then you got to a Mike's mess point, on then, your If you're hands. sitting next to me, I'm like, come on. Right. I mean, look, if you want to go eat, like, the, th- the five-pound burger at a burger joint, get your picture on the wall, that's one thing. But if you're in a ballpark, I mean, that's that at least you got a tablecloth, you know, maybe a napkin. <laughs> you know, watch some fat slob, like, drooling this thing all over himself at the game. Come on, man. It's a lot. I, I mean, listen, it sounds tasty because you had no, me at no. bacon, but, right. but no, I, I – I would not order it. I will say, I do not compliment Yankee Stadium on many things because I think it is a Mm. trash heap compared to the team that they represent. But they do a classic chicken tender and fry bucket that you and your whole family can share. Uh, And it's like a bucket. It's a bucket of chicken tenders and french fries. It is simple and it is perfect. And it's like Mm. 35 bucks and the whole family gets to eat. Interesting. So I will give credit there. Maybe our last call tonight is what is the best stadium food? You've ever had something right. along those lines. I Our, just I just, try, I just wander over to H and F Burger when I'm at Truist Park. It's right. really my go-to for the most part. Holman does a yeah. great job, no doubt yeah. about it. I uh, and maybe I'm simplistic, man. I just like an old old-fashioned hot right. dog, man. Tube steak, me, man. Get tube steak. Give, yeah. me, give me a hot dog. I'm good. Give me a brew. I'm I'm okay. I mean, maybe some peanuts. I mean, that's it. I'm good. Crack you know? jacks. Yeah, man. I don't, don't care if you I ever just, get back. I don't back. have to have the exquisite food at the yeah, ballpark. I mean, I, I'm like Carl. Burger and a dog is all I need. That's why. I, and by the way, one thing is certainly for sure. You know, we talked. I talked to fans from all over. Whenever you and I are in Vegas on road trips, everyone's like, "Was your? I was in your stadium two years ago. They still have those cheap hot dogs." Yes. Oh, Mercedes Benz. No one, people, especially on the West Coast, can believe how inexpensive <laughs> the food is. If you're a Dodger fan or going to SoFi, how inexpensive. And that's one thing Arthur Blank has maintained, as he would remind you at a press conference. Yes, he will. Yes, we have the best stadium and the best prices. The best concessions, the best fight. Go ahead, Turtle. I'm sorry I'm taking all of your time up. No, that's okay. we got to run. But if you didn't hear it on the morning shift this morning, our, our buddy Squidbilly refused to pay those exorbitant prices down at Daytona. Then he got too drunk because he didn't have a base layer. That is a rookie move, gentlemen. <laughs> I got to tell you. Rookie move. <laughs> no, you didn't. I'm telling you, bro. Squid, no, you didn't. Squid Billy and eating in Daytona has been just, it's been a, we, he's really struggled with that in Daytona. I told you about that, Carl. Down, you could, all he wanted was pancakes one weekend. What do you mean? It's, it's 1035. We stopped serving pancakes. <laughs> he was like Yosemite Sam. Flapjack Squid Billy. Yeah. Daytona, man. Those guys went down there, him and Mike. And they get rained out. Yeah, they didn't get a chance to see the race. Oh, what a buzzkill. Yeah, uh, but you know what? The good good thought. They had good uh, broadcast down right. there. But, yeah, man, unfortunately, they didn't get the chance to enjoy the crashes uh, at the end last I'm night. I'm telling you, 2795 is too much to play for an oversized turkey league when I'm a Daytona. <laughs> I am the meat man, but I ain't going to pay that. Yeah, I'm sure that seven-hour drive with Mike Johnson back was a pleasure after not getting to see the race. Chris, hit my music. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Somebody's getting a phone call. Stop right. stopping the outback. What am I, made of money? <laughs> Coming up, we're going to talk to our buddy Connor Riley 
from Dog Nation. Uh, guys, the playoff now has been announced. And what I'm talking about is the college football playoff board approves a five plus seven model. What does it mean for Georgia? You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.